This is the EVP Podcast. That's right. This is the EVP Podcast new episode with DVO and Ghosty. And Beaker. Hello, everybody. What's up, y'all? Excited for another episode? This is a creepy episode, like all of our episodes. <laughs> What's the point why you listen to the podcast, right? Creep That's why factor. we have so many huge fans, celebrity fans all across the world that listen. Yeah. Thanks to all of you guys. All 12 of them. <laughs> so this episode, we are talking about, and I hope I'm saying this right because there's a lot of Russian names. So if we do not pronounce these names right, don't blame us. Play, uh, blame our poor educational system here in America. I'm sorry. But this is Dyatlov Pass uh, in Russia. So we're going to talk about this. Kind of a this topic actually I kind of just randomly ran across a few months ago, and I put this in my notes. And I thought it'd be kind of interesting. So uh, we'll talk about it this week as I was kind of you know breaking this down a little bit. I just I don't know. I thought this was kind of a fun topic to. Oh, this to is break definitely down. this is the coldest case in the world. <gasps> Say what? The coldest case in the world pun intended it's not not cold anymore (laughs) it is in outer siberia yeah so dyatlov pass is um yeah is in is in russia this is what it was was it was 10 hikers that were going out to uh, experienced hikers experienced hikers they knew their shit they were going on an adventure so they all were at the Euro Polytech School. They were considered grade two hikers, and this hike would make them grade three, which is the highest grade um, of hiker. And I, I, mean, I don't know what the point is. I guess maybe to maybe have a job in hiking lessons. I, I don't know what their goal was to be the highest ranked hikers, but well, cool. Yeah, good for them. They didn't have the ground back then. Yes, <laughs> they didn't have the ground that you said. Yeah, yep. uh, true. <laughs> Um, so 10 hikers were going to go out. They were going to set out uh, on January 25th. Um, and right before they went out on their hike on the 27th, one of the hikers, his name was Yuri. Now, don't be surprised if you hear this name often. There's three Yuris in this group of 10. So Yuri, he got severe joint pain and just didn't feel like he could go on. So he actually went back. The leader of the group, Igor Dyatlov, which is what the pass is named after, uh, he said, okay, no problem. We'll send you a telegram when we get back. This, I'm going to assume it's going to be about 16 days, give or take, because of bad weather. So, you know, you should hear from us in about two to three weeks that we've made it to our destination. Well, early bad weather set in, uh, I think really early into the hike. So, so the hikers, the nine hikers at this point now, they just felt like, hey, we need to settle in. Let's just kind of uh, put our tent up and just kind of settle in and wait out this bad weather, bad snowstorm was coming in. So they set up their tent um, against uh, a mountain edge. Now, I don't remember the name of this mountain, but the local Mansi tribe people call it Dead Mountain. Spooky, right? Well, it's pretty bad. Are you guys getting spooked already? For sure, this is where you go to die. <laughs> so um, after a couple weeks where no telegram came in, Yuri, the, the gentleman that didn't make it with them, he actually started reported them missing, and a search party was then dispatched. And on February 26, so about a month after they sent out on their hike, they found their tent. The We'll get into this in more, more detail, but uh, the creepy thing about the tent, it, was, it must have been a really big-sized tent to fit all nine of them in there. Uh, there are pictures of it, so 
Seems big. I, I heard uh, family members also called in concerns because in between the time, yeah. So they they're also I know family members are also calling into the school like, hey, have you heard from them? We haven't heard anything from them. But uh, on February twenty sixth, well, a month later, that's when they found the tent. Uh, the one thing that they found kind of interesting was that the tent was cut open from the inside. That's what some of the evidence has shown. So for some reason, something spooked them enough where they had a just cut the tent and run out they also noticed that there was footprints leaving the tent however the footprints weren't sporadic like they weren't running you know not all nine were running in different directions trying to escape something but that they were almost like in a single file line they were all kind of following each other and uh, they also noticed that some of their some of them were walking barefoot out in the snow like just in socks yeah, we're socks and barefoot. So that's just some of the that's just some quick evidence, some quick background of the story. Now we're gonna talk about some theories, real quick. We'll just kind of lay that out there. So as you guys think of this, think of these theories that have been kind of laid out there, and then we'll talk about how these individuals were all found, how all nine of them were found, and uh, kind of keep that in mind. We'll come back to the theory ideas. So Ghosty, what are some of the theories out there? All right. Well, let's. Real quick, um, because a lot of people already that have heard of this know this part about it to kind of give someone these theories of like why these are some of the, why some of these are theories. Okay. Um, because there was missing eyeballs, missing tongue, crushed ribs, bruises, things like that. So that's why this is why some of these things are going to be incorporated as theories. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have things like uh, UFOs, the Yetis, uh, weather. The USCIA, uh, the Soviet military, rockets or weapon weapon testing, uh, murdered by an escaped prisoner, attacked by a local tribe, um, and avalanche. Okay, so keep those in mind. So Beaker, how were the bodies discovered? Well, the first two, the Yuris, <laughs> two I, more Yuris, yeah, the two Yuris. Um, I'm assuming they're like Yuri, Yuri. I'm a Yuri. Let's stick together. <laughs> that um, makes sense. <laughs> I do that, too. I'm like, you're, you're Tim, I'm a Tim. Beaker, who's Tim? I don't know. Um, so they were found kind of huddled up underneath a tree, a cedar tree, I believe. Yep. And there was evidence of a fire. And both these dudes were in their underwears. Um, when they were investigating that area, they found that there was in the, about five meters up in the tree uh, traces of, I believe, some of their clothing and some of their skin. And... I don't know which one, um, which one this happened to, but one of them actually had uh, skin in their mouth, like they had bitten off of their own part of their right hand. Um, and then the other one had, I believe, like burn marks, like burnt hair from being too close to the fire. Uh, they both had third degree burns on their bodies, and they both had a lot of bruises and scratches, um, and just yeah, they were just out there. In the underwears. Can I break this down a little bit more? Is that okay? Yeah. So the first, the first Yuri, Yuri Doroshenko. Again, I apologize if I'm not saying these names right. Um, he was wearing a short sleeve T-shirt, swimming trunks, and two pairs of socks. He had burns on the right side of his head and feet. Uh, there was some gray fluid coming out of his mouth. His body was covered in scrapes and bruises. His ears, nose, mouth were all covered in blood. Um... They do think maybe the injuries could have been self-inflicted due to the agonizing, to the agony of, of freezing to death. Um, 
And the gray fluid, at, at, you know, toxicology reports showed that the gray fluid had caused from a, a severe strike to the chest. That's what causes gray fluid. So did he fall out of the tree? I don't know. Did something attack him? You know, who knows? Uh, so that's just kind of him. The other Yuri, Krivonyshenko, I think I'm doing pretty good. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. Um, he was found next to Yuri. Uh, he was wearing a long sleeve shirt and one sock. There was heavy bruises uh, and cuts on him. He also had burns on his foot, legs, and hands. And a chunk of his own knuckle was in his mouth. Maybe from biting down from... Also, they were also found with their arms elevated above their head. Yeah, it it both seemed that they had both had been moved after their death. They had been moved. What it looks like uh, is that they had their clothes removed from them after they passed. Yeah, some of the maybe survivors might have taken some of their clothes. And it looks sounds like they climbed up in the trees to find some of the like more dead, uh, brittle branches that they could break off or escape from something. It sounds like that. It sounds like, because when I first heard this, it sounded like they were climbing up in the trees to escape. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds more like in this situation, they climbed up there to find branches so they could start a fire. And it sounds like these guys had ran out in just their socks and they are now frostbitten. It, it was, it's like negative 25 degrees. Right, right. Like negative 25 degrees, negative 30 even. So... I mean, and the wind is, was blowing pretty bad. It was it was stormy. It wasn't. Oh, like, with that wind chill, like I think it takes it down to like a negative sixty five degrees. Oof. So with the wind chill, negative sixty five. So it's just hurts. This hurts just being exposed to this. Right. And so they're running through this without boots. So these guys probably died pretty quick mm-hmm. uh, from exposure. And so yeah, they were probably scrambling up there trying to grab stuff. Their limbs aren't probably working properly, and they're slipping and falling eating shit on their way down. That makes sense for the bruises and cuts. Well, and this uh, was like a couple hundred yards away from the tent, too. Yeah, yeah, it's not too not too far away from the tent. So uh, this kind of makes sense. They didn't make it too far. They probably didn't last, and so the other the others took their yeah. clothing to help them out, and they kept going. And then they maybe they, they put them by the fire, you know, around, or they were huddled, you know, who knows why they were huddled by the fire, um, if they had, you know, I don't know. But it makes sense why they're burned because they're probably getting as close. It's probably a small fire, and they're getting as close as they can. Uh, yeah, I don't know how big of a fire warm. they could have made to like. I don't know if all nine people were together at the same time. Yeah, to keep nine people warm on this tiny little fire. So here's where they find the next three bodies. Okay. So soon after those two were found, um, <clears throat> they find the next two bodies, which is Igor Dyatlov and who's the other one? Zenaidov. <laughs> okay, so those two were about, pretty, about, yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> they were pretty close together, but in a single file line. Go, looks like they were heading back towards camp. Yeah. And no, real quick, you know, a couple hundred yards is not too far, but maybe a negative in, 30 degrees. That is, that is pretty far. Imagine yeah. walking like two or three football fields yeah. in that weather. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. So um, they find them pretty close together in a single file line, looking like they're, they are heading back towards the tent. The, the tent where they, you know, where they escaped from. Um, the way they looked like they were, they froze to death on their attempt to try to make it back. But uh, on Igor, they found torn, his knuckles were all torn up. They also found that he was missing skin on his face. And on the female. And real quick with Igor, he was missing his incisor in his jaw. Oh, yes. he was? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't catch that part. Mm-hmm. Because that, that, that's really strange. Yeah. Um, and then with the female that was with him, 
she was uh the one thing that was strange on her was that she was found with an elongated bruise that looks like on she her, was on her back side. on her yeah, yeah. side back yeah so it looks like she was hit with something mm-hmm. so i mean like a baton or yeah like or a bat or a baton something could have struck her and knocked her down or it could have been she could have climbed a tree as well but yeah. this is where it's strange because the next guy um he was ahead of them he was past them also in a single file uh, what was his name? Probably Yuri. Rustin Slobodin. Oh, the only one with the nor- Rustin. Okay. <laughs> he was ahead of them, also in a single file. But what was strange with him was he had a fractured skull that was very similar to the look of a butt of a rifle. So that's that's what was strange on him. Um, how his, you know, kind of all in the line, all heading back towards camp. And boom, all of a sudden they all kind of experienced something Looks like the you know could have been the elements that took them out, but then all of a sudden, boom! Here's this big bruise. With, there's a with, fractured skull. With these three, there are also signs that there was some type of fight, some type of struggle. Again, with Igor, um, he's missing a, he's missing a foot, or I mean, I'm sorry, missing a a, a tooth <laughs> in his jaw. Uh, yeah, the the cuts and bruises on his face, uh, abrasions on his on his uh, ankles. And, and face. Uh, with Zenaida, her sweater was torn. There was abrasions on her hands. There was a bruise on her face, the big bruise on her body. Uh, with Rustin, the fractured skull. There was internal bleeding on his temples from where he was probably struck at some point. So it almost sounds like maybe they all ran up the tree and then they all fell out of the tree. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, well, I, don't, I don't agree the tree. with that. They're like, hey. <laughs> Get yeah, out of that tree. I don't guys. quite agree with the whole tree idea yet. That's just that's just me. There's also signs that Rustin was also moved after his death. So I think, and he I, was ahead of everybody. Yeah. Well, isn't there signs that like all five of these people were moved after their death? All five. So, and I think four of these five, the deaths were ruled as hypothermia, and I yes. think Rustin was ruled uh, the trauma because of the the skull fracture. Yeah. So far, so this is you got this these weird body. Uh, found with all these weird marks and stuff on them, and the cause of death, hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Now, they all could have been moved because maybe the other survivors were taking their clothes. It's hard to tell. Rustin was actually found a week after Igor and Zenaida. So he was found a week after they, they were their bodies were found. Uh, the next four were all kind of together. They had actually made some type of man-made den out of, out of the snow, and they were trying this to This was two of, months yeah, after. they found these bodies two months after the after because the there was rest. a lot of snow. Well, this is the yeah, yeah they found it when the snow started to melt finally and things were clearing up. Right, yeah, because obviously the search party went out a week or I'm sorry, a month after they went on their hike. So a month after they went hiking, that's when the search party went out. So it had been a month already at this point. Um, so these four, we'll get into. Oh my gosh, these names! I'm telling you, I'm gonna do my best though. Just, we'll call them all Yuri. <laughs> Just say yeah, their no, first sure. names. Just say their first names. Lyudmila Dubinanina. <laughs> I'm going to try. She was actually, and we were actually listing these bodies in order they were found. You know, our one Russian listener is going to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll correct us. Uh, they were. She was found. She was the second lady. There was only two ladies in, out of the ten. Uh, she was found near running water. She was missing her lips. Some soft tissues around her cheeks, her eyes and tongue were also missing. She had ten broken ribs and a hemorrhage in her heart. Cause so of death, death, hypothermia. Yeah, so the hemorrhage in the heart also shows a sign of being like struck, you know, in the chest area. Uh, the next one, Semyon Zolotaryov. 
he was the he was one of the most prepared. Now I don't know if he was prepared and he ran out prepared, or he like I said he took it the clothes from the other the other members. But he had three pairs of pants on, a long jacket over a sweater, two hats, a scarf, and boots. He had five broken ribs, a deep gash on the back of his head. He was missing his eyes, and I don't know what this means, but a flail chest. So, um, a flail? Yeah. Uh, spread open? I don't know. Flail. So I don't know what that means. Weak? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But both of these chest injuries also uh, are estimated to be happened while they were alive, this, these chest injuries. So real quick about yeah. the Simeon uh, dude. So all of these people that were in the Institute, they were like 23, 24 years yeah, old. All college, college students. College students, except for this guy. Yes. This guy was 37. He was added at the last minute mm-hmm. by the Institute. And a lot of people don't know why. There is speculation he might have been KGB. Yes. Um, this dude had a military record. I think he served in World War II. Yep. Um, he did. So, yeah, it was a little it was a little interesting, a little mysterious why this dude was just kind of like, you're part of the group at yes. the last minute. And I don't think the, the school has been questioned, and I don't think they've ever given an answer. I guess there's, like, there's his, or there's missing records in his, like, military history. Um, this dude's a little suspect, in my yes. opinion. The next uh, individual was Alexander Kolovatov. Uh, he was also dressed pretty well. He had jacket and pants on, but there were tears in his jacket and pants. He had a broken nose, uh, missing eyebrows, a deformed neck, which could have been from a snapping of the neck, and a gash behind his right ear. Hypothermia. Yeah, hypothermia. <laughs> and the ninth uh, member that they found was Nikolai uh, Brigonoli. He was also dressed pretty good for the element. He had bruising on his face internal bleeding on the forearm, uh, and then also a shattered skull. A shattered skull that was so severe it could not have been hap- it could not have been caused by a human. Well, and it like pushed pieces of the bone into his it's, brain. Into the skull, yes. Um, so it is rumored that the four in the den took the clothes from the other members, but on all of their clothes, radiation was found. Traces of radiation was found on their clothes and... In the area, there are traces of radiation. So interesting. The radiation they found to only be on three articles of clothing. Oh, okay. I thought it was I found on a lot. And uh, out of the three articles of clothing, it was on two of the two of the two of the nine. And out of those, th- those Do you know two. Who? Do you know? Who it was? I can't remember. No. Okay. Those two worked on things in school because they were all in school for engineering. Uh huh. That could have had radiation on and those two were both in the same classes okay so those two being in the same classes um and only being the only ones that had the radiation on them made sense that it had to do with something that they were probably working on at the time now they did find radiation in the area as well yes so they found radiation on some trees Hmm. nearby they found one tree with like a big burn (laughs) off the side oh i didn't know that so yeah. they were, and then uh, there was also a historian who found a piece of metal that could have belonged to like a uh, missile or some kind of testing rocket of some kind. Hmm. So they gave that, I watched an expedition on Noah Josh Gates, and this historian gave him, let him take a piece of that metal. And, you know, trying to see about the the, missile, uh, the testings of, of everything. Yeah. They did find radiation traces on trees still that were still given off levels of radiation. Hmm. Um, they took core samples. 
they also took the sample of that metal. Turns out that metal came from, uh, it's an aluminum alloy that came from, it did come from like a rocket, but it comes from a rocket that was after the the years of them going on this hike. Oh, so this, it was decades later. Yeah. Because this was found, you know, this wasn't found at the same time as the, their bodies were recovered. Yeah, so all these bodies were found, you know, pretty creepily. And uh, let's break down these theories real quick before we break down these theories. I want to just have you guys that are listening and watching, keep them th- so keep some things in mind as we kind of break down these theories. So, again, the tent was cut open from the inside. They, well, they also found that it was two separate knives that did the cutting, too. Mm. Well, so. there was also outside, like, all of their ski gear, their ski boots, everything yes. was, like, stacked up nicely. There was even evidence of food that was laid out that was never touched. Like, yeah, like they, had they had prepared a meal yes. and, like, abandoned the meal. As well yeah. as their stove was never lit. Yeah. So keep those in mind. Also keep in mind that they were walking almost, like, in a single file motion out of the tent. Um, there is a, a Mansi tribe in the area. Um, they started fires and built a den. There... Some of their injuries were not caused by humans, they say. It couldn't have been, like, some of these were so powerful, they couldn't have been by another human. Um, there are some signs that maybe there was a fist fight, and, and we already talked about the radiation. So there was possibility of radiation in the area. So keep all these things in mind as we break down these well, things. Well, and six of the nine deaths were ruled as hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Um, the one was the skull fracture, and the other two were just from other injuries, I believe. No, you know, I'm, almost not, I'm almost not mad at that, because, I, I mean, if I was, what's it called, you know, autopsy report man, you know, I, I don't know how you explain all this thing. There's so many things that could affect it. Well, especially sure. in 1959. Yeah, you know, there's so many things that, it's like there's so many to break down here. Like, what do you categorize all this in when there's no answers? So it's almost easy to say, well, I mean, they definitely die from hypothermia. You yeah. Know? Well, let's but break down something things. like this. Let's let's talk about this one first. Avalanche. Okay. Okay. Let's go with avalanche first, uh, because people You're would going say with the most recent theory. Well, I'm going with the theory that okay, somebody from a science standpoint, listening to just listening to these uh, fractures that these, they have. Yeah. Okay, this sounds like they could have been tumbling in snow. So, so in May of that year, they closed investigations down. Uh, Russia reopened the investigation in 2019, and um, this is kind of where the avalanche theory comes into play. This is what they ruled. Are you saying May 1959? Yeah. Okay, so May 1959. So closed investigations. Okay. Uh, 2019, they reopened reopened the investigation. Okay, due to some things that were found with what I was going to get to later. I'm going to get to that later at the end of the episode. Okay. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about avalanche. So... I don't think they were, it could at the be base, they were at the base of a mountain. That makes sense. So they kind of did some surveying, uh, Josh Gates and his crew, and the grade that they were on isn't substantial enough to say that there could have been an avalanche, especially because their tent's still standing. And you can after a month later, you can still see their footprints as well. Right, and not only that, but these guys are experienced hikers that if they knew an avalanche was coming, they could hear it coming and all that. I don't think they would cut open the tent and run out that quick. They would put on their gear, knowing that they're going to get covered in snow. They're going to want to. They know that they need to be covered for that. Yeah. So, I doubt that it was an avalanche. And again, well, after I a guess, month later, there were there was no evidence of an avalanche had had occurred. Well, I guess one of the safest places to hide during an avalanche is near a tree because it's going to go like around it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. That's what they were saying or in go one of the videos. Yeah, I mean, it explains why they would have climbed up a tree. Yeah. And uh, another th- theory was the weather. 
which the weather was pretty bad because they did, they where they decided to camp was a kind of an in an exposed area because they left the tree line the night before they were in the tree line mm-hmm. where they kind of found their bodies where they started finding their bodies that's where they camped the night before uh, they started making it up towards this other area but on their way there the weather was bad so they decided to set up camp um, they were also kind of not near any places to get firewood so they that was another theory why the, the stove wasn't lit plus they said they were warm enough the night before they didn't need it mm. so uh weather doesn't sound like it was anything to cause them to freak out to leave their tent like there doesn't sound like there was a crazy windstorm that would have came in to cause them to cut open their and tent. they were also anticipating like because like igor had told yuri hey we should be there in about 16 days but you know depending on weather we might be there a few days later and this is they're on their 10th day at this point mm-hmm. and uh you know i think they're pretty geared up for windstorms and weather so i don't think weather could have been a situation for them to freak out and run out of their tent either okay no i don't think so all right let's go with another one uh should we go with the no end with that one okay <laughs> no the dude. murder by prisoner yeah th- this is a new one to me i didn't, yeah, hear, I didn't this hear this one so there's a i can't remember what they call it over there but there's like a this, prison not a prison <laughs> no no they don't call it a prison but it's a place where they do have some prisoners and they're kind of oh, in these little golosh a prison i don't know they, and a gola, they, they put them in a gulag but prison. the way they have them in there there's there's no uh there's no reports of anyone ever escaping plus if they did escape they they wouldn't be prepared for the elements yeah. out there yeah i never heard of that one and that maybe makes sense because that, that's kind of a dumb theory. <laughs> yeah. So that was a theory that, yeah, Quick quick was out the door. Okay, so the locals, that Mency tribe. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that they said, oh, maybe they, they desecrated some of their shrines because they were on their cameras that they found. They all found some cameras, developed their film. Yeah, that's a good point. We should mention that. They, they, a lot of them had cameras that they were able to get a lot of their footage off of those Yeah, cameras. so they developed this film, and they see, you know, there's hundreds of pictures of them on this adventure, you know, skiing. And they do come across these uh, Mency tribe signs and stuff on trees and stuff they took pictures of. So some of the theories were that they uh, disrespected them. And they were trespassing. And they were trespassing, so they killed them. But after meeting the tribe and kind of talking with them and seeing how they are, they're not hostile in any way. They're not that type of people. Plus, they were the first ones to be willing to help out on the search. They're the ones that found the final four. Yeah, because they were still out there. They lived in the area. Yeah, again, those final four in the den were f- a month after the other Two months. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Two months after the other other bodies. Um, also, you know, would this Mansi tribe, would they have, you know, pulled them out of their tent and then cover up their own tracks and not cover up the other nine and, and not cover up the, the nine members' tracks? Well, they watched a lot of true crime. <laughs> yeah, so not yeah. only that, but not steal their belongings. Same with the prisoner. The prisoner yeah. theory and the local theory. Um, why would they do that and then not take their stuff? Right. Well, if you still like their skis and shit and you're like a local tribe that doesn't have that stuff and then people come in looking for it and all of a sudden you've got these skis and stuff you wouldn't normally have, it's kind of a red flag. They watched a lot of true crime back in the day. <laughs> they know these things. That's right. That and they already live out there, so they probably didn't have a use for their stuff. True. Yeah. They're, yeah. They, they, they were born for this. I'm yeah, poking holes because um, my theory hasn't been talked about yet. This mine's okay, right. Okay. So the other theory, uh, UFOs. 
That's not the aliens, one. man. Aliens. So with that one, because they were finding these lights in their photos, they were finding photos that they were taking in the sky, and there was lights up in the sky yeah, that so they were taking the, pictures the, of. The, I think it was Semian? like the last picture. No, there was a different. That was, last picture was the was somebody standing. Semyon, no, that was the, the oh, guy okay. that was like last minute added to the thing. He, his camera was one that showed him taking pictures of the sky. Um, and there's some lights in the sky. Also, his 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 camera did have water damage, so you know take that into consideration. Yeah, so they said but he was no. taking, but it did look like he was taking pictures in the sky. So for what reason we don't know because there does seem to be some type of lights in those photos. And at the time, they said um, that was a common thing to have those dots and stuff on the last picture in the roll of film. In the last roll, but there was there was a few pictures of of lights in the sky, no. and there was no, there was the heat gun. The tree that I said that they saw uh-huh. the burn marks, uh-huh. I think they tried to say that that was like a heat ray gun or something that caused those burn marks, which would be aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Mars attacks. They have those things. Um, uh, the Mansi tribe did did say that there was lights, lights up in the sky. In the sky. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and that would explain maybe some of the radiation they also, possibilities. Also, uh, was reports. So there was reports of lights being in the sky that night. Also, with them taking pictures of things, and then they also confirmed that there was missile testing. Yeah, so some of those lights could be missile testing. Yes, could be missile testing. Not positive, but uh, not aliens. But hard to say anything about aliens on that situation um, because that's still okay. Could be. I've oh. seen the Greys. They can't handle cold. <laughs> uh, they have technology, but they I don't know if they they don't have thermal suits. So these in any of those two, stories. Well, so this one also goes along with the rocket we- weapon testing theory, uh-huh. because, like I said, they took core testings of the trees to see if there was a high levels that they were, you know, they were getting outside readings of high levels. With the core testing, they weren't getting significant levels in the in the core of the tree. Um, but it was strange that they were getting levels outside on the tree, um, but not enough evidence there that that was what had happened okay uh so these next two things we'll put them together the u.s cia and then the, or the soviet military the kgb they did it which would make sense why they're walking single file out of the tent you know if they said hey come out you know, put your hands well, up yeah and if they're like all outside of the tent and people are like that would explain like cutting from the inside like we're trying to escape. yeah but it wouldn't also but then it, again where's where's all the footprints for this, this that's the big yeah. issue okay where's the footprints they had. Have you seen the movie? I can't remember what movie it is. Where they have like, they attach like a big thing of like leaves behind them. So as they're so walking, so it dusts it. Covers, it. Yeah, it covers up their trail the as they're walking. The only problem is that it's deep. <laughs> it's KGB or smart. They, <laughs> they just it's, so it's the it just CIA, snows behind CIA. them. It keeps snowing behind them. They were yeah. after. They were after Simeon. Yeah, yeah. Is that his name. He's a monkey. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm saying that right. Simeon. Simeon. Uh huh. Simeon's an ape. So, Simeon. Simeon is this theory, Simeon. I don't know why they would incorporate the U.S. in this in any way. I don't know why the U.S. would have... Well, because the rumor was that uh, that dude was KGB, and the CIA was looking for him. And so they killed everybody. <laughs> that that's that would be CIA a cool does. movie. I know. <laughs> Probably is. There's books. I don't but see a movie. With this, like... I could see why somebody would use this theory, but the way that they found some of the bodies like that, especially fractured skull, looks like it was hit with a butt of a gun, um, single file like that. But yeah. at the same time, there's no evidence that anyone else was with them. There's right. no footprints in the snow. There's no 
Because the four were just by themselves, you know, in this den. So you think if they're gonna get all nine, they're gonna get all nine, not just like, all right, we just want you. And then the rest, yeah, so you go ahead and do your own well, thing. Well, on the, the one stone. they were would have been looking for was in the den. Exactly. Yeah. So let's break it down to the last one being the most. This is the, mo- the the last of the most popular. Right? Yes. No, this is the accurate one. <laughs> yes. The yeti. There's photo evidence. Oh boy. So this one being the yeti, they call or or the mink, they call the mink in that area. So it's one of my distant relatives of the ginger squatch. <laughs> yes. Um, this is why. Just a white one. version. Uh, yeah. A gray, so, gray version. This is why this is the yeah, albino. This, there's a picture of a, of a bipedal creature. Looks like they're stepping out from the forest. Yeah. Stepping out from a tree. We'll, we'll post this on our social media. We'll post yeah. this as well. So and, get, and we want your guys to tell us what you guys think it is. And you'd what be do you wrong guys, unless you say Yeti. Now, um, what do you guys feel about this picture? Yeti. Really? So, all nine of these hikers, they all look like in good shape. Now, yeah. There's pictures of all nine of them. This person or thing coming out of a tree line or behind a tree it does look pretty bulky. This and is what tall. And tall. Tall like, and bulky. Yeah. It well, and it would have the strength to bash some chest cavities in. What crush some skulls. You crush some skulls. Wouldn't need skis. <laughs> now, obviously, as someone into the paranormal, might have I love ate the this food. idea. It might have eaten the food, though. So oh, it's the, a little weird. The, the, the food, food out there. They did have food laid out. That would bring animals. That would bring animals. Like the Yeti. <laughs> yes. They're known for taking apples. Yeah. That was the Squatch in Montana. <laughs> no, you know, when I saw this picture, uh, I did think it looked like a person again you know this is the cameras from the 1950s keep in mind these are they cameras were the best pictures cameras ever so i mean it, look at it, this it did look like a person to me um you know kind of stepping out i actually have a picture that looks a little lighter so it's kind of well, my picture's not good enough for you um, no i've so i, I felt like i felt like one. a person to me but then i'm like but um, these guys all look kind of like in good shape this guy this thing looks pretty bulky Looks like a naked dude to me so, when on the episode I was watching, they ruled Again, this we'll out. This. They ruled this out right away as being a yeti, just based oh, that's off the of, easy thing to do, right? <laughs> Quitters because like, yeti when I first exist. when I first heard this story, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Especially when I heard about them finding them in all this kind of damage the yeah. way they were, like they I were was damaged. Like, oh my god, missing eyes, missing tongues, yeah. broken in chest cavities. Like I'm picturing Yeti is grabbing them, ripping their tongue out with his mouth. And yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a good movie too. <laughs> and then like grabbing them, stuck in their eyeballs like those little this jelly happened. cups. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is, what happened. This is true. Uh, w- looking at other pictures in there, in in all their stacks of pictures, uh-huh. this same look of this guy is in all the pictures the way that they're dressed they're dressed just like this and they have multiple pictures of them doing things and all this could just be one where one of them are just walking out of the you know mm-hmm. they went it was probably a funny memory to them maybe he went and took a piss in the trees yeah and they were coming back and they snapped a picture like, i got you oh got you good I'm taking you with did your you wipe out. got you with your dick out <laughs> um but with all the other pictures they had and that looking like the way they were dressed yeah. in all of them, it does take away from that, oh, you know, it rules that out, especially because there was no other footprints. I was going to look at some other pictures. I don't remember them any of them looking that bulky, so, I mean, 
I, I love the idea that it's shady. That's why. I, I did, honest. too. I love this whole <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, these are smart. And, they cover up their checks. But, yeah. Well, so and have, you ever found, fo- have you ever found one? Nope, because they cover the checks. Yep. Then all the other yeah. tracks that everyone else has is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, everyone knows Bigfoot covers his tracks. That's fake. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, it was Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they're cousins. Duh. <laughs> yeah. My not the same. We're related. <laughs> um, I'm Squatch but Jr. also, when it comes to the, uh, the the last four that were found with the missing eyeballs and the missing uh-huh. tongue, that was the one that was like, oh, my has to be Yeti because of that, you know, or <laughs> something did that. Anyways, after finding out that they kind of fell down into the river and had 12 feet of snow packed on top of them, that makes sense to with all that weight over months, just weighing down on will crush some stuff. Did we mention that? That it, the dead collapse on them. I don't, know collapse, I don't think I think we talked about it before we started recording. So when they were digging down, the ground gave way underneath them, and there was like there's a stream that went underneath where they were at, and it's it didn't freeze. It's not a stream that freezes, so it basically forms a tunnel. And they I guess they dug too far deep, and they're saying that they it collapsed on them, and then just the snow came down and buried on top of them. And they're thinking that just like. Random scavenger animals came by. Well, yeah, they're in the water. Some of them were in the water. So you're going to have little fishes picking at it. Um, Yeah, little fishes ate their eyeballs. Yeah, that's usually... If if anybody has had fish as a pet and any of their fish has died, they'll notice that the first thing when they go to get the fish out of the tank is the other fish have ate the eyeballs. And the tongue. Yeah, the fish tongue. the lips. (laughs) But, but yeah, that's the first thing to go is the eyeballs. They always eat the eyeballs. Fish go for the eyes. I don't know. But um, because there was two of those four that were missing their eyes. Yeah, and the one probably just had their mouth open and their tongue exposed. So you know, wildlife probably got to because the soft tissue they're gonna go for soft it. tissue they do for quicker like the stomach area, the anything around the face. So like if their tongue's hanging out and it, the water's running through it, that's gonna decay right away and things are gonna eat at it. So we're all agreeing it was a yeti. Yeah. So yeah, totally yeah. yeti. No. Um, <laughs> my thought was there was a. One of the guys that did it that was kind of helping Josh Gates on this, he he had a good idea, was that it was some type of testing, some kind of chemical testing that exploded in the area. So it was like a gas. They all were inhaling this gas that drove them temporarily crazy, and they all booked it, kind of going a little temporarily insane. There was also a little bit of, of that associated with hypothermia, that that also could have caused some little bit of insanity. So keep going. So with them having this chemical testing, they're all inhaling this at the same time. Um, they all kind of going through the same freak out. Uh, some of them realize at a certain point that they snap out of it. Some of them already died at this point. They're probably scrambling up a tree, freaking out still, falling down out of the tree <laughs> in this freak out stage, damage, fracturing skulls, bruises, uh, hurting your hands, going up it, scrapes, all that stuff. Two of them probably just decided to stay there, and the rest decided to keep going. Um, four of them made it to the make a den. The other, you know, but that's kind of where he was at with this. That's the other person. Another person kind of had a theory of a uh, Soviet military being there. But, but real but, quick with that one, I, I I disagree with that idea of like a slight case of hysteria for a moment because they built fires. They built a den. Like, people that go through it, hysteria. Well, that's where they sobered up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but th- why would they not go back to get their stuff? Why would they just keep trekking on? Like, I'm just going to build a little den here and hang out. Like, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Oh, it's because 
Um, so the two died, and they took their clothes. Mm-hmm. And then they decided that the three strongest and experienced people are going to go back and try to find the tent. And while okay. the other ones just sheltered down in place, uh, waiting for the, the three to get their stuff and bring it to them. That's quite interesting. Just no, this is that, what they said in that research. Right. I think it's interesting that all nine go through, do the, I don't know. But they, they, well, if they went through hysteria, would they walk single file out of the tent? Or would they... Yeah. Or they just run hysterically, like following each other. I mean, if they're gonna, because I mean, if, if, it's wind, go, if you just, if that's the only thing you see in your path, you're gonna follow it because, especially if the wind, if the wind's blowing, and, yeah. it's, and it's like a whiteout storm, that's all you're gonna see, see that one thing right, running in front of you. But if you're saying they're going through hysteria and they're climbing trees hysterically, they're also probably gonna run out of the tent hysterically. They're not gonna pick and choose when they're gonna be hysterical. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's too. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't scatter. Right, you know, you don't pick and choose when you're hysterical. You, you just you're hysterical. You're hysterical. True. Like, hold, hold on. Before I get real crazy, I'm gonna follow you first, and then climb this crazy ass tree. Well, see, that's why what the what they've officially ruled it as is the slope that they built this on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying they dug down a little too deep, and it weakened the structure of the snow. And in the middle of the night, this like three foot cap of snow fell on top of the tent Uh it scared them thinking that it was an avalanche so they ran out of the tent to go file while they're all afraid it's an avalanche and i guess apparently when they realized it wasn't actually an avalanche that's when uh the two i guess had already died and they scavenged what they could from the two of them um that's when the other three started going back towards the tent to gather the gear while the other and, and the the other four i think were found Something only like 250 feet away from the first two bodies, but because they were buried, 200 yards or something. Was it two? I thought it was 250 feet. It was uh, not that far. Yeah, it wasn't they far. They were not way. far. They were not that far away from the first two bodies. It's just they took longer to find because they were buried uh, underneath, like 15 feet of snow. I was say one or two football fields away. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is what the official record is. Apparently, that that they thought it was an avalanche, and that's why they fled the tent, and then they died of hypothermia. So according to Russia, and that this was is, their this is a closed case done deal. That's what happened. Oh, so that when they reopened it in 2019, this is that's kind of what they said at yep. the end of it. Mm-hmm. This is yeah, that's what they were saying. What happened is the the two were climbing up to find the one that you know, the skin and that they found in the tree. It was like you said earlier, they were saying that he went up to find dry wood for the fire, and that would explain why his clothes and skin were in the tree because if he fell or scraped himself. Um, and then they said that most likely the three strongest, and being that um, Igor mm-hmm. or Igor was the leader, it would make sense that he's going back to the tent with the two other strongest people of the group to kind of salvage what's left and bring it to the other four that were trying to hunker down and, and just build shelter instead so of instead of making everybody go back. Here's where I have a problem with this being that they're the three strongest of the. Of the group, out of the three, don't say because there's a woman there. <laughs> that's guy. I know that's ghosty Where did over you here. Find him. Okay, fine. I'll just change directions with this. <laughs> no. Okay. One of them with her having a big bruise across her back, uh-huh. and then the other one having a fractured skull. Why would those two be the strongest? Because the other guys are missing eyeballs already. Yep. <laughs> look, look. This is what Russia said. They don't like. So the, I mean, out of out of those last four people, I mean, you know, 
probably one of them probably would have been better off than the guy with the fractured skull. <laughs> True. So, Interestingly enough, <laughs> most people don't believe <laughs> this explanation as to be the end-all, be-all of so what actually here's, happened. So here's another reason why this could be a cover-up. It was the Yetis. Because uh, with, with, this makes sense why they just wanted to hurry. They opened the case and then just hurried and shut it real quick. Oh, we figured out then. Okay, so you remember the dates of everything, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so a new document came up. Uh, that same investigator that gave Josh Gates that aluminum uh, okay. piece to, to test, he found this guy that had a document, a handwritten document. Wait, who, what guy had a document? This historian. The historian. Okay, got it. He had, uh, he had found somebody. Somebody. <laughs> and this somebody <laughs> had a handwritten note from a prosecutor on this case. Okay. This handwritten note was all... And, okay, do you remember when these bodies were found? Yes. What day was that? Uh, February twenty sixth. Well, the twenty sixth. February twenty sixth was was when the tent was found. So sorry. Okay. Now, yeah, the bodies weren't the... found yet, but the tent was found, and that's when they knew that they were dead on February twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. This note was handwritten and dated February fifteenth. Okay. And it was written multiple Again, places. They, they hiked January twenty seventh is when their hike started. Right. And but they weren't on, confirmed um... dead. Mm-hmm. Until they found their tent. The 26th. The 26th. Yeah, okay. Based on personal February. journals and a communal journal of the it hikers. stopped on February 10th. February 1st is or when February this happened. Or February 1st, yes. February, February 1st, 1st. and February 2nd is when this happened. So this was all dated February 15th, coming from the prosecutor's office, mm-hmm. saying that they already know that they're dead and that he was going out there personally to investigate. But he already knew mm-hmm. they were dead on the 15th. They didn't, nobody found their tent until the 26th. Interesting. So this is the strange thing about it, and that he was on his way to travel to go investigate himself. So this is strange. Yeah. How does he know that they're dead? How does, how does he know where they're at? And they haven't even been found yet. Now, Yuri, the first Yuri that didn't make the trek, the, the, the tenth hiker that actually had the joint pain or sciatica, whatever it was. I, he's the one that reported them after a one, what He's the one that reported them, um... Uh, it was, you know, it was two after, weeks after something. Yeah. So it would be around the same time that they Actually, already... Let me, let me, let me it was like um, eight days after they should have been back is when they were starting to get reported missing. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, day. But he went to his grave saying they were held at gunpoint. Yes. Really? Yeah. So he yeah. went to his grave saying, I don't know what he knows. I don't know what, or where he got this information from, but he went to his grave saying they were all held at gunpoint. So, based off this letter that was found with this date and it was handwritten and everything and it's proven, uh, they reopened the case. And then, let's just shut it with an avalanche. <laughs> sure. So, Easy. very, very strange. Yeah. But the weird part of it all is that there was no uh, footprints. But again, this guy that flew there, the prosecutor that flew there on the 15th before their actual tent and everything was found, could have gone and covered some things up. Hey, the KGB yeah. and the CIA, are, they have ways of making things disappear. Oh. Like footprints. Like footprints. And Honestly, out of all of this stuff, that one makes the most sense, the KGB or the CIA being But why? Just because they're in the wrong place, wrong time? Is that what that is? Or is, it, is it they're after Simeon? Because they, they would have they got him then. You know, he was able to get away with the What if he's four. one of the ones that cut the hole through the tent and got out? Because he was the best dressed of them all. Yeah. He might have been prepared waiting for an attack or something. Well, there is rumors that there's two people outside of the tent. Maybe because they were getting the food ready and stuff like that. So there's rumors there was two people outside the tent. Oh, and he was one of them. He might have been one of the and two. And was already dressed. Or he was right. already given the signal, like, 
good to go. You know, he was giving the thumbs up outside the tent. I don't These know. These hikers are trying to be better than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't. I, I, all that. All that does. You know, sounds good. I don't understand why. Besides Semyon being former military, what does that have to do with these other eight hikers? They were just wrong place, wrong time. Well, no, they were wrong place, wrong time. If that was what happened, yeah, yeah. Because this is this is still very very strange. I don't I don't buy the avalanche. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, let's call Josh and we'll have him take us up there. <laughs> but so that we will... can do our own EVP investigation as we should. Because we're paranormal investigators. Josh Gase isn't, so he's not gonna like. We're right. He's not gonna take EVPs or he's not gonna no. use his EMF meters. We'll do a proper ghost investigation, see if we can contact the spirit. It was a demon. Did they all have three scratches on them? (laughs) We've already debunked that. (laughs) No, they were just beaten. They had many scratches. More than three. Multiple (laughs) demons. Yeah. Let's go to Russia. We can't go right now, though. No. I think travel's restricted to Russia. Don't want to. Rather not. A little something going on over that way. They're not getting my money. My tourist money, my yeah, investigation money, my investigation <laughs> money. Yeah. So yeah, I still think it's I still think it's a cold case. I don't think it's solved yet. Oh, I don't either. I mean, all these theories are are awesome theories. I'm not gonna lie; these are great theories of what it could be. But it, it, it's a very fascinating case. Yeah, it's Yetis. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> they're crafty motherfuckers. Well, no, it's just it's just like I think of the possibilities, and all of these have flaws. They yeah. all have flaws. They all have things that make sense, and they all they all have flaws. Yeah, they all have correlations that could make sense, but then there's a flaw in yeah. every one of them. Not the alien theory, though. No, because they don't have footprints if they yeah, fly. No, no. they're in their saucers. I think so. It's got to be either. I mean, aliens this is right or... before they killed they killed these Russians, and then they went and kidnapped Betty and Barney Hill. <sighs> Two years later. Those devils. Yeah, sky devils. Sky devils. Call. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we call that an episode? Yeah, or? we'll post some pictures. We'll get some pictures throughout the week. We'll post some pictures from, from these hikers' uh, cameras. You guys, I, like, I, like, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I'll you guys, your theories. people think, because yeah. I'm up in the air like aliens. <laughs> All right, well, go see so don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. It was Yeti, man. Thank you.